Hi everyone, it's Adrian Pangilinan and welcome back to Soul Supremacy where we talk about all things unapologetic, all things passion and in pursuit of and I am going to be honest, I woke up just woke up just now. Um this this kind lady here was so nice and I was like I'm so sorry but hey, it, it happens, okay? Especially when um you're on Clubhouse popping on Clubhouse tonight. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, no, no, yeah. Because at some point, I know people are gonna be like, "You look sleepy." I'm like, "Well, yeah." So I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. Yes. Uh, okay. So for for our guest today, we have the amazing, the bubbly Jessica Sarawasi, who is known for. Let me pull up my bio. Okay, so she is an actress and producer known for a novel ability in 2020, whatever it takes in 2019, and ASS, a scary sleepover from from 2018, directed from our truly Cassandra Pimentel, whom you've seen in the past episode. So, whoop whoop, how you doing? I'm good. You know, just trucking along from that clubhouse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know. It was it's, a, it's, it's, it's an addicting oh, go app. Ahead. It is, it's yeah. It's an addicting app. I, I'm with you. I I don't blame you. Yeah. But yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you? <laughs> I okay, co-host. <laughs> I'm doing I'm 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 doing good actually. I um I have you today. I, I actually will be filming several interviews today, which yeah. is which is good because I am slowly starting to realize that it's uh like it really takes up a lot of time, mm-hmm. and and this is also great work. This is like great work that I get to do, like work that I'm super passionate about and thankful that I get to do. And um, when we were talking earlier, I think I I, I had just mentioned that um I think this this podcast was really birthed 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 out of like a necessity to yeah. to connect with people myself to connect with people and i think to given how much the pandemic has really like caused us to go within i i also really wanted to provide the space for people to be heard and seen so Agreed. I, i can go off on a tangent y'all already know that so we're gonna get into the questions wow into the questions are you ready yes always ready. okay nice Okay, so my first question for you is, what are five facts about you that people wouldn't normally know or um, know about you from see- seeing you for the first time? Uh, you know what? It's funny because I hear these questions, but you're, it still gets get so tough every time. <laughs> you can't. It's like, dang, I got it, but I don't got it. It um, hits I, different. It, it hits different, right? When, when you're in the hot seat. <laughs> you said it. It hits different. <laughs> Um, I would say maybe one would be I'm not full Filipino. I'm half Thai, unless you didn't know that. I guess. I, I I I had a feeling because your last name, I was like, that sounds Thai. Yeah, everyone's yeah. all like, what are you? What what is it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm half Thai, so I'm half Filipino, half Thai. Wow. Um, what is another thing? Um, I'm the second child of four. Mm. Oh, me too. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. I see, I see. The second children, you already know. Um, number three, I love architecture. Like, mm. I'm just obsessed with anything. I'll look at, like, door frames and be like, wow, 
I love that wood or I love that framing, that, that color, that whatever it is. Um, number four, um, I am like, I have OCD with like organizing, you know, like I can't, I can't do anything unless things are organized. Um, and then number five, I don't know. My favorite number is three. <laughs> okay. Okay. All random, random stuff. Oh no, it's, it's, it, yeah. I mean, all, all of those questions are meant to be random. And I, I think it's just, it's, it's really cool because, um, like a lot of these questions are just meant to kind of like activate the brain for the interview, you know, and, and it's, and, and it's funny because I've kind of seen these questions be asked towards the end in which I, mm-hmm. in which I in, in which in my opinion, it's like, I, it almost, I mean, yeah, I mean, it almost feels like they should be asked in the beginning because it's, right. it's cool to like kind of um, activate the brain and, you know, to kind of segue into wow. the main interview, you know? Okay, so my next, (laughs) yes, and well, I mean, we just started, so there's a whole lot more to go. Okay, so my next question for you is, um, morning person or evening person? (gasps) Morning person. I'm always up like four in the morning. Really? I don't know why. Like, my body's just up, and I'm like, I have to like do stuff. I guess I have to like write. I try to clean. I, you know, just, I don't know, get the start of the day. Okay. Yeah, morning Um, person. what, What time do you sleep then? Uh, I try to sleep at like before 10. I try, but you know, there's mm. some nights where you're on clubhouse. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. No, no, you're good. No, no, it's true. It's okay. I deserve that everyone. No, you're funny. Cause I was on clubhouse too. So I don't blame you. But yeah, there's some <laughs> nights where you're on clubhouse for real. And you're just up to like 12. I last night I was up to like two in the morning. Just, and then did you still wake up at four? <laughs> no, no. I woke up like maybe like eight thirty nine. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. See so. that, oh, see that sounds about right. <laughs> exactly. That sounds right. Yeah, that's good. See? Yeah, so morning person. Coffee or tea person? Coffee. Coffee. What oh. um Yeah, I'll go ahead. Go. I was like coffee, but like this month is my goal to stay away from coffee and go to tea. So mm. Mm. Yes, but coffee for sure. Oh yeah, I feel like I feel like my coffee tends to be a little too intense sometimes. Or I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it got you like yeah. that. Like, yes, I'm like, <laughs> like oh gosh, my brain. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, dream role, acting, dream role. Mm-hmm. oh shoot okay I don't know about a dream role because I don't have a specific one I think my dream role would be to create a role for me mm. because so often I see um I don't know I guess we're gonna dive into all the everything but um yes. I, don't know, I go on auditions and I I appreciate every audition and I love it I just feel like um my look sometimes may not be wanted or not be as as universal because I can go mm. for Asian roles, but I don't look that the typical, you know, like, oh, she's Asian oh. for sure. You know? Oh, like, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. More ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of the roles I get are just straight Asian. 
Asian rolls. And so it gets, it, it, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't just call for me. It, it's just not me because it's not set in my look and the whole, mm-hmm. the whole aesthetics of a character. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, but no, yeah, I guess my dream role would be creating a role for me and people that look like me because, you know, being part Filipino, Filipinos are the most, I feel like, ambiguous Asians ever. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they can, mm-hmm. they can be called for anything. You could be called for Latina or Latino, you know, or like Hawaiian mm-hmm. or like you can be, you can be mixed with anything. And so I think that's like, that's the thing I, I would love to have a role that just is a role. Yeah. What would, <laughs> yes, what would your, what would that character do? Give us a little bit of a biopic. Oh, that character. I think that character would probably mm-hmm. live. The, the obviously the the what what I'm probably going through is that that first gen, you know, lifestyle. Like it doesn't mm. have to be a specific culture, but it can it can have that you know all those cultures combined. But it's just a character that, that that's going through that first gen kind of transition of being first gen, probably Asian American, and then having mm. that whole being American also. And understanding the combinations of both. And sometimes they collide, you know, being Asian American and being American and those values sometimes don't align. Um, So there's that internal, that internal turn of like, which one is ethically correct? Which one is me morally, you know? Um, Mm. If I go this way, more American, does my Asian values degrade me? Like, you know, things like that, like, that's really tough. So, I mean, I think I go through that. I went through that my whole life. So, I mean, a character that goes through that, I think that would be, wow. Let's create something. <laughs> Let's create <laughs> Okay, so Jessica, uh, <laughs> what, what, um, so tell us a little bit more about the, the, the dream character that, that you have, biopic, describe, go. So, um, the character would obviously be an ambiguous one. But the character we'd be going through, uh, the typical, I believe, what we all kind of go through as first gen uh, Asian Americans that we go through mm-hmm. and balancing out the Asian American traditional values versus the American values that we grow up to have around our home. Um, and yeah, kind of kind of fighting it internally of which one is ethically correct morally aligned with you internally while trying to grow up and figure out who you are in this world um yeah I think that's the toughest is just fighting against fighting against or fighting with uh either one of influences um and trying to just find you are you are you, I, I I know you're connected with mix because you did ASS or at least with yeah. TFC I I feel like this is I feel like you should you should pitch this because we need more stories like that that are more that really tell like what ha- actually goes through in like life of an American over here, Filipino American. Yeah. And what you just said is so like, yeah, I see that. I, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot, let's partner up and create something. Ooh, okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Do it. Also, wait, to add to that, because yes. um, let me add to that. Because not only being Filipino-American, I am also Thai-American. Uh, yes, I was going to say so, too, yeah. And that, that adds a whole nother level of pressure on because one, I grew up with my uh, Filipino grandparents. Uh, mm. 
because I mean, it's, I guess it's traditional, you know, to have grandparents oh, yeah. live with you on the Filipino yeah. side. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, my Thai grandma um, and my grandpa lived on the East Coast. So I didn't really get to see mm. them. I didn't grow up with my Thai side of much. So it's that whole, it's another whole balance of like, am I Thai enough? Am I not, but am I not Filipino enough too? Because, you know, it's, it's a whole, like, ah, it's, a, it's a balance, it's a mix. It's an internal fight that you have with yourself, mm. trying to find yourself as a young Asian American, first gen in this world. So yeah, I yeah. agree with you. It could be something. I think it, it relates to a lot of people. Um, I yeah. think we just don't understand um, our traumas, our struggles. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Un- 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 yes, unlayering the onion and um, yes. going back to Clubhouse. So Clubhouse, if you're watching this, let's, uh, I, let's partner up. <laughs> um, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh what was i gonna say like a lot of I'm, I'm sure you've been in these rooms or maybe not but there have been there has been a lot of rooms where everyone is just like sharing their experiences and oh, yeah. whereas for me like this year or at least by the time this episode comes out it, it, i think it'll definitely be hitting the two-year mark a, a two-year 20-year mark of like me immigrating here you know and super oh, long no. story short i i think for the longest time i kind of had I, I was dealing with my own resentments, especially when I feel like the gap, the, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? The barrier, there you go. The barrier with reaching out and being able to connect with first gen Filipino Americans here because it's just, it's just so different. And, and at least, you know, that bridge, um, I felt like in those, uh, clubhouses, the stories that were being shared, there was so much, there was so much intersectionality and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, I, I would have never known, you know, I, I, or, or at least I would have never expected that y'all would have felt that way, you yeah. know, and, 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 and this is just me coming from my intense Whoa. first gen, uh, oh wait, no, I meant to say second gen, sorry, I'm so sorry, um, second gen, I I was, I'm first gen, and, and mm-hmm. I guess I was referring to second gen Lambs, you know, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I mean, it's, it was intense. It's intense. But hearing these stories and what you just said, um, I know th- this is I think this is actually the perfect time to create it because everyone is talking about it. It's really relevant. It's like, you know, Whoa. TFC, WeTV. I'm already thinking of like several like um, let's go. I'm not, a, I'm not even a producer, but I just I just hear of like other um, like I like I know WeTV has been um, really bringing in um, different like shows like like mm-hmm. created shows from like non um like big stations so oh, really? yeah yeah uh, hello i think we just created so we need to do something <laughs> mm-hmm. that yeah amazing oh my god i have ideas i'm gonna keep yes on. good yes because we go talk <laughs> yeah there you go let's put let's put everyone to work there you go let's go, let's go. yeah okay so the, that was not even my final question <laughs> for the icebreaker, <laughs> but you know, but you know it's good because that's actually I, I don't actually that's a perfect segue to to the main interview because I don't think it's gonna get better than that. <laughs> okay, so um, my first my first interview just kidding my first question for you is who is Jessica Sarawasi? Well, she is she. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But no, um, I am um, 
a loving, open, um, ambitious, like very um, adamant about creating and having a voice for everyone. Um, I am someone who loves to have fun and loves to be around people, mm. um, but also loves my space. <laughs> I am someone who tells myspace.com. Um, I'm someone who will tell it like it is, um, but in no, in no like condescending way. It's just, it, mm. you know, like it, communication to me is so important. Um, mm. And it took me so long to realize that as a person, just being as a person of, of understanding where I'm coming from being Asian American, but also growing up in American society where my household wasn't the same, having those, um, having those struggles, but also internalizing, mm -hmm. understanding that I want to do something more. Like it was just, I was kind of like an explosion of like attitude, honestly, not even gonna lie. You can ask oh, my oh. family, <laughs> ask my friends. Oh. <laughs> Me too. You you you're talking to one over here. Okay. That so one you... person that's like um breaks the that breaks the norm, you know, and the whole household is shook. Okay. I think it's the second child thing. Yeah. <laughs> what are what are what what are we gonna do with you? <laughs> you know. Right? Like what are yeah. we gonna do with you? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I was just an explosion of attitude and I, I kind of transitioned that into being older of understanding how to communicate mm -hmm. what I like and don't like um, about someone without being mean, without being like, hey, you like, you know, like, this is what I don't like about mm -hmm. you. Like, I think it's really important, though, to have people express and explain their feelings yeah. in a way where it's not bashing someone down intentionally, but explaining yourself in a very innocent way where they need to understand that they have boundaries. We all have boundaries. Speak mm. about them. Um, yeah, that's me. That's me evolving, ever evolving. Um, yes. I don't know, but I'm the same. I will love a good laugh. I love to joke. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, girl. Okay, so my next question for you is, how did we meet? How did we cross paths? How did we cross paths? Well, Casey, Cassandra of Pimento, um, our lovely mutual friend, recently yes, connected Casey. us. Yeah. So, and she doesn't connect me to anybody that, you know, she, she means well when she connects people. So... I mean, she's always like, you need to meet him. Like, you need to do it. He's amazing. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, let's meet. And so she just, oh. yeah, connected us. And I love it. I already love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Casey. Thank know, you. Thanks, Casey. Our, our interview was hilarious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I I mean, if we were talking about like glitches and everything, we like we literally we we literally spent the whole hour troubleshooting, and then when we started recording, we we saw we're struggling, and we were just like, no, we're 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 just gonna roll with this because this is actually it's 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 me, <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's um it's a thing that I practice, which is like um being uh, unapologetic, and that's why. That's why for the most part, unless if it's like super, super, super like unavoidable, I yeah. don't like to make cuts. <laughs> you know, I just kind of like just run with I it. Love it. I love because, it. Because, yeah, because especially now because um, 
in the, the 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 times that we live and everything is so curated everything is so like perfect seeming whereas in real life that's not really the case you know <laughs> i agree i agree mm-hmm. i'm like dang you only show me the good stuff i need to relate mm-hmm. more where's the the mess ups where's the flaws you know like where's the human where's the humanity you know where's the, the vulnerability yeah. where's the it's, humanity yes the yeah. Real. <laughs> yeah yes yeah agree yeah okay my friend so my next question for you is can you actually this is perfect because you did start talking a little bit about your um your, your experiences kind of being like a um you said you're you said you're half right like half yeah. filipino half, half um uh thai thai okay in under that lens would you mind um just sharing a little bit of your experiences growing up being a young jessica who was who who was or what was young what was a young jessica like growing up oh my goodness that was a long time ago <laughs> um i think she's she was i she's the same i think happy bubbly like openness i am today i was really observant um mm. i've always had my close knit i think it stays the same close knit that's small um I was always creative, always running around in the backyard by myself when no one wanted to play and me playing house with bikes and wood ramps, <laughs> like just creating stuff. Um, I, yeah, I was always creative. Uh, when we ever, whenever we had projects, I would just go to the yard and grab mud, sticks, dirt, whatever, and create whatever I needed to with it. Um, I was definitely and I still am a dad's girl like me and my dad like he taught me everything I think I'm more like people get me get, people get it mixed up. like oh my god you're so girly and you're so girl girl you know what I mean and like I agree with not having that whole basis of like oh you're such a girl and things like that because I was never really I never really uh felt like that I felt like okay well whatever is whatever I liked whatever you know like it doesn't mean I was a mm-hmm. girl or too boyish like I just liked whatever. Um, and I think my dad and mom really balanced that out of like, you don't have to like the color pink because you're a girl. Like, you like whatever mm-hmm. you want. Like, you know, do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Um, if you like cars, we can build cars. And my dad, you know, really encouraged that. Like, if you like building, let's build. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's just be us. So I think that definitely, yeah, I was just a little kid living in a world. Um, carefree but very observant and I think I was very aware of a lot of things I shouldn't you usually aren't aware at certain ages so I'm just kind of (laughs) like you know growing up I'd be calling everybody out like hey hey I know what you're doing (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah you're that young adult (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah exactly yep they yep the the whole yeah the whole what are we gonna do with you what are we gonna do with you (laughs) yes aka we are the trailblazers we are actually the real people we are the real ones that make the impact you know because we don't really subscribe to at least all of the you know cultural norms and notions and all that stuff which is i mean which is hard which is hard but at the same time it's like being able to talk to you, being able to meet people like y'all, you know, it, it's like, 
oh, there is really a world more of people that kind of support us in our way of being. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. I think, yes, people like us forget that there's people like us. We forget that there's mm -hmm. people out there that agree with us, not following along um, with the trends, not on purpose, because it just naturally isn't us. We just don't gravitate towards that. We want to do something else, mm -hmm. not to like fight yeah. against it. It just is us. We're just like, oh, we want to do something else. So I, yeah. oh God, I agree with you. I was just having this talk yesterday. I love it with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you... Um... Would you mind elaborate, elaborating just a little bit on your um, experiences being um, half Filipino and half Thai? I'm curious. Um, oh, experiences. Like, what do you want to know? What do you mean? Like, specific? I, um, I think just your overall, like, overarching experiences of, like, I, I think, like, what you were saying earlier, just trying to navigate, you know, like, really? I think more in that more in that aspect of, like, yeah, trying to navigate between the two worlds or three three worlds really because really? you're like half and you live in America, so that's like a trifecta, you know. Ooh, agreed. Okay. Um. Wow, I never really thought about this. I love it. Thank you for bringing this out. <laughs> Thank you. For, uh, I mean, I guess I knew growing up, I was always Filipino. It's Filipino predominant because my grandparents are with us. We lived in oh, Carson. Yeah. I know we lived in Carson around Long Beach yeah. at this time. So it's Filipino town. Uh, we lived in San Diego, which was Filipino central in that area. Um, mm -hmm. So I always knew I was Filipino. Like that was just number one. Mm. We, they spoke Tagalog. You know, we understood. We can read. We can do all that. Um, and I think I didn't realize I was Thai until I was obviously... I. I think like old enough to be like oh there's a difference my grandmas are speaking different languages and I don't understand <laughs> one like you know oh, wow. I don't understand my tiger yeah. I don't I don't mm. and it, it kind of I think at that moment like right when I noticed that like oh my god my my other my tiger grandma, I don't understand and so for me I felt guilt like why don't mm. I understand my other grandma you know like um she spoke English yeah they both spoke English but like to not understand her native tongue. You know, I felt guilty. Mm. I felt like ashamed. I felt I was disconnected wow. in a way where I was wow. like, wow, like I didn't do her justice to do that. Mm. However it was, you know, um, and I did, I don't, I guess it's like the, I don't make my dad proud because my dad is the Thai one and my mom's Filipino. So it, it made me feel like, wow, am I disconnected from that world? Um, and we would always go to the Philippines and so I'd feel more comfortable there. And then um, I know I went to Thailand when I was little. I don't remember. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, going back, back to like my Thai side of the family, which they live on the East Coast, go there, mm -hmm. I, I felt disconnected. I felt like I didn't belong. Like I was like, am I Thai or I'm just here? You know, like all my oh. other cousins, they're all very much mixed but they lived in the Thai community. So they understood the culture more. Um, so mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I felt, I felt left out. And then being in a world and living in America, going to school, you know, um, with Americans, <laughs> no one really has the yeah. same issues as you. And so I didn't really have anyone to understand who or who I was trying to figure out who, 
I am, you know, yeah. where I should become trying to navigate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my <laughs> follow up question is, uh, um, if you don't mind me asking, do you did you feel like your parents they they made an effort to um kind of bridge the two worlds or was it like it was just only one? Mm. You know, that's a question. That's a really great question that I think we don't talk enough about our parents also in this transition because it doesn't only affect the parents, it affects the kids, but it affects the parents too because it was their decision to make this transition for their family, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I think, to be honest, I never really talked to my parents about this, but in my own opinion, being as open and mm -hmm. thought out as I am, I don't give them the blame at all because for me, them coming to America at young ages, number one, uh, trying to start a family and having no information about America, how to run it, how to do it, you know? No, no manual, yeah. No manual, no brochure, no nothing. They you know, they came over <laughs> and worked and made their way, made their own names, their own paths for our family. Um, mm -hmm. I think they're doing damn good well, and they have done damn good well. Um, but no, I don't, I don't blame them at all. I feel like they didn't have the knowledge or understood that whatever the lack of information they had would affect their kids. It did really yeah. much affect us. And I'm glad that me and my older sister kind of figured it out for our younger ones. Um, yes. But it was a tough, tough journey. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably, you, probably you too, the first, the, the, the oh, eldest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt like we were kind of the guinea pigs. It was kind of like thrown in obviously my older sister first she had a you know a whole that's her story but a whole run-in but also me mm. being being the other end of it all um and seeing what was done or hasn't been done yet um and I I knew I needed to change that like I think the number one biggest thing was going to college understanding college college was never spoken about like ever until really? I got to never like I didn't even know what the heck college was like I mean, I'm sure oh, like wow. my cousins and stuff, they all went to college, but like my parents never really spoke to us about what college was, you know, and they, we never really put it two and two together of like college is, a, is another, another educational system out of high school and you can do this okay. and this and this. So no, we were never sat down, I guess, or even spoke about, or maybe we were parents, you can tell me, but I, maybe I don't, I don't remember it. So for mm -hmm. me, it was understanding and seeing my sister go through high school first um, and making those decisions. But I still didn't understand because no one still spoke to me about it um, until yeah. I was like midway in high school. And I was like, oh, shoot, everyone's talking about college. And what uh, the junior, junior here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know the importance. Um, I didn't know the the consequences you know if you go or don't go um yes yeah, so I had a, I felt like senior year I was just like rambling up and trying to figure out and you know by senior year sometimes it's too late oh already. man that's yeah rough. so yeah. I was kind of like okay let me figure this out but like me being me I'll, I'll figure whatever out like mm -hmm. if we have to go a different path it's fine like that's just what we have to do um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so I took a whole different route and I made my way and I, I, I don't regret it at all, but I don't blame yes. my parents at all because 
they didn't know. So, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was really, no, yeah, that that was really, really beautifully um, articulated, you know, that, um, that, that it, it is important to recognize that that happened, but it's also mm-hmm. important to recognize that it's important to change. It's important to to address certain things moving forward without kind of feeling like you get to pinpoint, you know. And yeah, because I mean, there are. I mean, there are like we do have a lot of like bl- uh, blind spots too, you know, especially cultural cultural blind Agreed. spots. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Actually, that I, I think that does lead me to my next question. So, when um, actually can you can you actually uh, elaborate and go more into full details of the line of work that you do, you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm an actor. Uh, obviously, trying to make that full time training actor and doing all that I can in creating. Uh, Another thing that I have recently got involved in is um, LPDT Movement, and it is a brand created by my two friends, uh, once again connected with Casey. Thank you, Casey. (laughs) But um, they created this brand called Live Passionate, Die True Movement, and it is a lifestyle uh, merch apparel brand, but their whole catch is giving back to their community. So they do passion projects. Mm on the back end of this lifestyle clothing. Um, I recently jumped on as passion project director and it started out with an idea I had, uh, the beginning of the BLM movement of just not understanding why this is still a thing. Like it's very disappointing to see that we still have racial tensions. I come, I, me being the person I am, I understand the deep roots of it all, but me, Mm not understanding why we all can't move forward, meaning those who don't agree with with interracial anything. Why can't we move forward with it? Like y'all, we've been there, done that. Uh, you see the world as it is and we are all mixed. So accepting things that are already existent and in front of you instead of fighting against them is so much, you know, it's, it's just so much easier to understand that there are people that don't look like you in this world and it's okay. You know, like, yeah, let's let's move on. So, yeah, we started with our end racism campaign. And that was like the official send off of partnering with them and officially joining on their team. Uh, Mm -hmm. This most recent one, we gave back to the homeless. The homeless school in San Diego, the Monarch School. Um, Mm -hmm. And those are all kids that are homeless and they attend that that school. So we we gathered up a thousand and some dollars and Mm -hmm. we created these care packages for them, you know, with PPE items, with creative items. Uh, And we try to do this every like three months, whenever we can. Um, So yeah, it's a a brand about giving back. And that's just what I am. I just, uh, whatever I can do, I have free knowledge. I have free words, free support. Like I can give, Mm. you know? So yeah, we we heavily do that. And we're heavily working on giving everyone an opportunity to give back and an opportunity to be there, um, be involved in any way they can. So yeah, yes. those are my two lines of work. Thank I'm you. just trying to keep moving. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm curious, um, at what point did you realize that you wanted to become an actor, an actress? 
And um, what are the steps that you took into like making that happen for you professionally? Oh, okay. A long story. I love it. Um, I will tell you an exact day. I was eight years old. Yes. Living in Carson on Van Buren Street. (laughs) (laughs) And I was watching (laughs) all the details. Yes, go ahead. We love we we love the details. We love trivia. Just in case, not just in case, but you know, when that time comes, I'm gonna say just in case. Sorry, when that time um, comes, you're on Wikipedia. They're gonna use um, this as a um, uh, <laughs> side source, you know, as a as a resource. No, but for okay, I was I was eight years old in Carson, um, and. At that time, I was going to school, a little elementary school across the street. And that at that time, the town was not very safe. Ooh. Let's just say mm. that. There was a lot of um, mm. drug drug deals, houses down the road. You know, a lot of gang members. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. My, 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 neighbor, my neighborhood is kind of like that. But thankfully, we're a little bit like Ye- a farther. <laughs> yeah. Right, I live next to Morris High School. Mm. Oh, really? Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. Oh my girl. No, but um, so at that time there was a lot of that going on and understanding that, whoa, this is a this is a lot. You know, this is a world that I don't want to be involved in, but I'm involved in because I live next to it. Um, but I would yes. always come home, run home. My grandma would pick me up, come home, and I would just turn the TV on right away. Um, while we eat our little, you know, sopas or something, lunch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Right. We'll eat our lunch, watch TV. And I would, I was watching uh, Out of the Box. I don't know <gasps> if you know that. I, I love, oh, oh, yes, I do. Yes. Okay, out yes. of the box. Yes. And right, right. So that actress is Filipino. And I kind of already knew that, even though Google really wasn't. I didn't we know didn't have that. Yeah, she's Filipino. And um, the the actor Tony, he's African American, he's black. So Ooh. that was like, the first time. I, I should like, I should invite the both of them to be here you out should. of the box reunion exclusive. You should. Can I co-host <laughs> with you? <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, actually. Yes. No, but yes. yes. So she was um, she was Filipino and he was black, and I was like, whoa. I don't see this on TV every day. You know, like wow. Yeah. Like, in the world. So I think that was the yeah. moment where I'm like, this is another world um, that I want to be a part of. Like, they're acting, but they're not acting. And they're all together. Like, yeah, that was that was the moment where I was like, okay, I want to mm-hmm. do it. I, I want to try it. And then um, my mom heard something on the radio, got some acting classes for us. Um, oh, wow. And once again, once again, I don't blame my mom or my parents, but they did not understand the industry at that time so we kind of like just faded away from it um Mm. and I knew throughout high school I wanted to do it again but I I wanted to focus on my high school work um so I did that um out of Mm. high school went to college I went to fashion school um and I got back into the world but behind the cameras so I worked a lot in costume um I worked with, I did a lot of PA work. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, let me get back into the world. Let me do it. And then a couple years ago, I was like, let me just jump back on the camera and try it again. Mm. So I'm back on the camera trying it again, but wow. also 
behind the camera trying it again. <laughs> so yeah, mm. that that's kind of like the the brief story of how I got here. That's yeah, that that is beautiful. I there is something in resiliency, there's something in revisiting. Um, you know, especially I think it's really important to understand and realize that just because something didn't work out the first time doesn't mean that it's not meant for you because what I have been advocating really in a, actually since the first episode of the podcast uh, was time versus timing. You know, if, if, you know, you know, like if, like if the opportunity was there and the timing was not there yet, then it's, it's not there for you yet. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just, I think, um, being able to understand and being able to have the maturity and the wisdom to realize that that things can only happen when the when when the stars align you know and yeah. and that and that as much as it sucks we don't always get what we want right away that oh, a lot of times we do have to pay our dues as human mm-hmm. beings we have to grow we have to we have to live out there we have to to like what you're doing we have to contribute you know we we really have to do a lot of these kind of humanly philanthropic thick uh, um things and to really gather the experiences then kind of taking taking that into taking that back into our work and just kind of really allowing that to 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 like speak out and let that speak for itself mm-hmm. you know agreed yeah. agreed it yeah it's always a it was always a calling to come back and i was like shoot let me just come back that's funny because your first episode was with noreen right oh you know noreen do you know you know how, oh my how god, that's another story. You want me to tell you? <laughs> go. Oh, please go. <laughs> yes. So there's an audition. You know how TFC uh oh, yes. comes over every couple of years or what so. This was uh, like three years ago. Mm-hmm. They had an audition in Carson. And so I went on a whim for the acting section. Everyone that was there for Big Brother. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do Big Brother. I was, oh. I'm just going to do, it was, it was big brother acting or singing. Right. And I just chose acting. Um, and there was only a few of us, um, in that group. And, uh, I think they made, there was like maybe 15 of us and they, mm-hmm. we obviously went in front of the director, the big director. Oh my God. Um, and who like was it? Do you remember? Do you remember? I remember who was there. I feel was so it a guy bad. or a girl? Was, it was a guy. Oh, but the girl came that. along later. I don't the, the mm. big director. I don't know her name. I totally forgot her name. I'm so sorry. Is it Kathy Garcia Molina? Um, I don't know. Olivia Lamasson. If she looked old, it's one of them too. Hi, direct Kathy. Yes. Hi, I know. Hi, but we missed her. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we were top five that were picked, and we were just kept for the acting section. Um, and Noreen was one of them. So we just we buddied buddied up, and we we're like, oh my god, hi, oh, and then we connected from there. Yeah, so I was like, oh, oh my God, yeah, it was, it was funny. It was it was a good audition. It was cool to meet them and just expose, have exposure to that world. Um, mm-hmm. And that's funny because that's when I got involved with Mixed TV because mm. um, the casting was there for that, and then that turned into a whole thing. And I met Casey, and, then, <laughs> and wow. now we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's this whole world. So yeah, that was a fun audition. So I met Noreen there though. Because we both wow. made it to the acting like final. Yeah. Did um I'm just just curious. Did anything ever end up happening with it? <laughs> no. But with that project. So they were just kind of like, we love you guys, but we don't have anything for you because they're looking for Big Brother. 
you know, they're just kind of like, yay, you're, on, you're just filed with us and here. So I don't know. No, nothing. I was never called. <laughs> oh, it's, it's okay. The, the, the same thing happened with me with um, Viva Audition. I actually oh. auditioned a couple of years ago now. Wow, uh-huh. that's crazy. Like a couple, two years ago now. And I auditioned as a host, ironically. I like performed oh. the spoken word. And they were like, hey, sign something. And nothing ever happened out of it. But it's still cool. It's, it's still like a, like a moment that I get to have for myself. And my friends, two friends that were there with me. Exactly. And, and and that vlog no, that agreed. still needs See? to make it out. So free content. Oh, I, ex- oh there oh. you go. That just oh, means- you're, you're back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that just means we need to create stuff for ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's good because for some people, I think experiences like that could mean like it's the end of the road for them. But for y'all that are tuning in, you know, keep, persevering because that that is really the only way you're going to be able to 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 like uh like i mean just i mean even not even not just in the acting in the the entertainment industry but just in any industry resiliency is so important you know for real yeah um okay so my next question for you is um i know you briefly talked about it but would you mind uh, elaborating more? Elaborating, excuse me, more on your journey overall um, in in acting, pursuing acting. Um, has it been a smooth journey? And if not, then what ways were you really able to push through and overcome some of the challenges and really persevering through your dreams? Well, to be honest, no. And I think anyone mm-hmm. would tell you this. No, yeah. it's not. It's not the greatest. I think mentally to put yourself through um, or physically now being that we have to do self tapes at home and everything is up to you as the actor to create, to produce, to edit, to send off. Um, Mm -hmm. But no, it hasn't been a smooth ride. I've gotten great auditions. Um, I've gotten exposure in that way, but uh, I think, more mentally internally it's been it's it's been a ride for sure it's been a struggle Mm -hmm. there are so many more days where you're I think for me where I felt so much self-doubt you know so much like reflection on like shoot am I good enough you know or am I like this enough or this this and this um And yeah, I'm not going to lie. There are days where there's breakdowns of moments where I'm just laying there being like, I'm not worth it. Like, (laughs) you know, Mm. there, there are those days, but I mean, I do jump back. I do have a great partner who helps me with like, no, you need to get this. You need to get up. You are ready or else you wouldn't be here. You know, I felt that that was really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you are. No, but yeah, it's, it's not a journey I ever thought that I would take and it would be this way. I definitely jumped in thinking like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll be cool, easy, whatever. If I get a no, whatever. But no, it's it's definitely not like that. It's a lot of reflecting. I think I turned it into like, then what do I need to do internally um, mm-hmm. to be my best again? And if I didn't do well, if I didn't do my best, how can I reset myself? Because I, de- I deserve that for myself. You know, yes. I need to do that for myself. So I think it's more that of like the healing after for me. Yes. 
So, yeah. so, so you, so you can keep on moving forward yeah. then. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I know that, I mean, well, let's just say that the times that we live in now, there aren't as much gatekeepers as possible that we literally get to create our own gates, you know? And I think that's just really part of the, the blessings that we get to live in. Whereas like back in 1992, you know, whereas like it literally had to VHS, like everything was so much more, I wouldn't even say harder, but it just felt so much more exclusive. Like, like clearly there weren't that much, you know, representation, diversity in media um, as, as there is now. So I think there really is something and just like keep on keeping on. And especially now with the pandemic specifically, creating your own work, because yeah. I think that is the best way to to not only advocate for yourself, but also to to show people like, hey, you know, like even though like 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 I'm not waiting for a yes yeah. to keep working and I think for me personally, that's how I've been able to really tap into these opportunities, these like creative opportunities that I w- would have never had. Um, just some like as of now include like coming back into the camera as an actor for an LGBT short film that I got casted in, which is not my own. And that's like super rare. Um, I've been do- uh, working with my co-director, Marissa Rojas, shout out Ooh, Bestie, shout out. on our first, um, you know, documentary um uh being like having my first like uh not my first but like having my my first video editing editing be commissioned for like a museum oh i'm sure you heard about um, the the one that casey was in Mm -hmm. yes i did i did oh my gosh yeah yeah Yeah. i mean this is such an opportunity and I agree with you. We are living in a blessed time, although the other end you would say hey, no, it's, oh, we're yeah, going it's, through no, a yeah, lot. Oh yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. It is hard. But <laughs> let's I mean, be honest. Let's but be honest. I, right, let's be honest. But <laughs> but that's what we get for having the opportunity to be our own gatekeeper, be our own creators, you know. Yeah. Um that's I mean that's what we that's the other end. You know, we can't have it all our way. But I think yes. I'd rather have it this way than to wait for a yes, than to wait for mm-hmm. someone to give me an opportunity when I could just give myself an opportunity. Yes. You know, so, actually, just, just yeah, I, I would say it's time for you to activate your YouTube channel because that is like everyone's like portfolio. <laughs> you can do it. And I mean, I I'm not. <laughs> I'm just let's just, I mean. This episode is going to come out towards like the late of March since I have been recording advance. So let's give it a goal. Oh. Let's let's, let's okay. give it a goal that um by the time this episode comes out that she has a channel to plug it. for. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you heard it first. You put me on blast. I love it. I'm going to have a YouTube yes, channel. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. I, I, I didn't even realize that I had this passion for like advocating for everyone to create a YouTube channel, especially for people like us who are looking for representation. And the best way to do it is through YouTube because you are, that is a platform for people, you know, for, for anyone's stories and um, visibility to be seen and heard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh my gosh. I love it. You, all of you, Aura, everything. Oh, thank you. With my half asleep self, but it's good. I've really been enjoying the, the, this interview. And actually, before I forget, can we just like take a moment and like 
give her the recognition that she deserves because she's the first person that reached out to me um, to, to, to be in an interview. And I've actually, um, while I'm being honest, I have really been, um, until then, been as selective so far with the people I've been choosing just because I've been building, like, like I've been using everyone to, like, build up their, um, I've been building my yeah. confidence, basically, through the people I've interviewed. So then when she, so when Casey, our mutual friend, um, like, connected us together, I was like, oh, wow, that is so, not just flattering, but I was really touched. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I've never had anyone ask me, you know, so, so thank you. Thanks. So thank you for reaching out. Thank you for giving yourself the permission to be seen. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let, let's do this, you know, and, and, and I can definitely respect that. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to join your podcast. So you're welcome. And 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 we're not done yet. We 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 actually have a couple more questions left. So um don't 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 tune out yet, anyone. I said okay. bye. So um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Who are who are some of your um uh, inspirations as an actor, actress, actor, actress? Oh do you have any do you have any point of references, at least when you, like, do certain characters? Do you have, like, or do you mainly derive from your own personal experience? I, when I do, I, yeah, it is, it is, I mean, I do have, I do idolize actors and actresses. And I, I don't think I idolize them for them, unless I know their personal life, which I don't think I have any business in always. So I'm like, eh, I don't want to dig into all that. But I do mm. idolize actors in certain roles, you know? So oh, like, got oh, it. Okay. Ooh, that was a great movie like she did amazing like wow mm. um and there's too many of those to count but if i go through my tv i can show you the movies i have bookmarked <laughs> like, yes. I can do that. um what's the what's the first think, one that comes to mind what's the first one on that tv list i'm curious okay i love julia roberts <gasps> yes julia like, my Julia, best... if you're watching this, I want to have you on my show, okay? <laughs> yes. So my best friend's wedding is one of my favorite movies, and oh, I I've think yes, and I don't I, watch I just... movies often. You don't? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will watch that movie. Like that's one of the movies I can watch on a loop and never get tired of. Oh, classic! Yes, the soundtrack, yes. just like Everything. the retro, retro, the, the nine. Like... Richard Gere, like, right? Richard Gere? Yes. Is it Richard Gere? Yes. yes Cameron yeah. Diaz, mm -hmm. they're all in there. Um, but no, yes. Julia oh, yeah. Roberts. When, Julia when, Roberts. When Cameron was just starting yes. out, yeah. Yes, yeah. Cameron. But um, with Julia Roberts, I just felt like she gave herself so much. I just related to her. Like, she was the best friend. And she was the best friend you wanted him to love. Like, <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. like, no. But, but she owned all that in the end. I don't want to spoil for anyone if you never watched it. But um, yeah, I know I love her. I love how she gives herself. And her act, her her character always changes. Like sometimes I often see, which is no fault, you know, no one's fault. Um, but sometimes I often see actors play themselves in the same role all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like you're a big actor. I love it. I love it. But I'm like, but I love the Undertaker actors that. Um, that play multiple roles, they, you could see it's them, but they're so different. Like when you're watching it, you don't know it's them. Um, What's her name? Um, I feel like Mary, Mary J. Blige. Have done that. Mary J. Blige is such a um, character, character actor, actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Yes. But yeah, no, I totally agree. But like, if you just watch Netflix, there's a lot of like actors that are coming up and I totally admire all of them because I'm like, wow, I see you in this Netflix show, that movie, that, that, that. And like, it's it's all diverse. Like, it's it's just, I love it. So I don't have yeah. a specific actor. I do have like, um, what's it called? Like directors, producers that I think that mm. are great. Like Shonda Rhimes is amazing. Mm. Uh, John mm, Favreau, yes, yeah. like an amazing actor and director. Like, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, Things, people okay. like that, I mean. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. No, no, yeah, because it's a, it's a multifaceted field. You know, it's, it's not just yeah. acting. There's also like this, uh, the screenplay, uh, the screenwriting or the screenplay. Then there's the producing side, you know. Yes. Um, what does, so for those that are wondering, um, for those that are tuning in and, and really are, and, and is curious about really wanting to make this happen, not trying, but wanting to, um, what does a day, what does your day look like when you are working? As an actor or just working, yeah. working, working, working um, my day? In, well, no, well, no, I mean, in, in general, I mean, I, I, do you, do you have, it sounds like you have a day job. I do have a day job. Um, okay. So are you, how do you, you how do you, ba- how, uh, both, how do you balance it? Because I, I mean, I, yeah, because I, I know a lot of people have their day jobs and try to do this on the side. So maybe if you can speak on that experience, I think that'd be, Yeah, I think that that it happens a lot and everyone has a day job. So don't be shunned. Don't, there's, there have been some people that are like, you're not an actor if you have a day job. And I'm like, huh? Like, I got a life I need to provide for too. (laughs) We all can't be rich. We all can't be like, just have money out of nowhere. Um, But no, yeah, I fortunately have a day job that is very flexible. and so if I do need to run early or leave early or have a day off, uh, we, you know, we all work it out. But usually it's mm. me working my early morning day job, coming home, creating. If I have an audition that day, I either come home early, set up, you know, block, get ready, uh, do my audition. Um, mm-hmm. And then I try to spend some time to, to think to really think and create about what my next move is. Um, and then after that, uh, sometimes if I have a class, like an acting class, I'll take an acting class that day. Or um, I have meetings with my LPDT movement family. We have it mm. weekly. So we talk about things we want to uh, start working on and start getting ready for. Um, and then when I'm not working, I'm spending time with my family. Nice. You know, or myself, you know, self-care. Nice. It re- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it really sounds like you have a very, very fully diverse, well-rounded, balanced, I'd say, life. You know, because, I mean, from, from what I'm hearing, and, and from, and from um, excuse me, my arse just wanted to roll. <laughs> from my observations, there you go. It's like, I feel like a lot of times people people in our industry, the creative industry, can just like, for me, I became a freelancer about a year ago, and my parents hated me for it. But okay. it's okay. I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna keep on moving because honestly, like if I'm really, really like being honest, this is the only way I know that I'm gonna move forward in life. Like I have tried the 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 um the nine to five 
working for someone and it's just never led me that way because at the end of the day if it's meant for you it's, if it's meant for you it's meant for you and oh sorry and um whereas for me it kept like taking me the opposite direction and for and the last thing i want to say about that is i think in the end i was more so afraid to see to see what would happen if i did if, if i didn't take that you know i, I like if, mm. if, if i betrayed my if i betrayed my gut my gut was telling me this and i kept trying to go this way so I, in the end i was really afraid to see how miserable my life would be if i didn't follow that calling yeah same yeah i think i agree with you i think we'd be more miserable if we went against our natural desire calling yeah yeah Okay, my friend. So as we have, wow, we, we actually made it to the end. <laughs> wow, that, that one kind of went by real quick. Um, I, um, okay, so you did talk about um, the, the sustainability, the financial um, aspect of it. I think to, I have two more questions. So on that note, um, what advices can you give to someone uh, who is trying to do it, but then kind of on a more, from your experiences, what advices can you give them? Like if somebody wanted to go audition and um, while also, I guess, trying to like balance it with, 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 you know, a day job, like what are some of, what, what are some tips that you can give to um, our fellow aspiring actors, actresses? Um, the number one thing is um, provide for yourself. Meaning do not ever, do not ever sacrifice your home. Don't be you know. a starving artist. Yes. Yes. Do not starve. It's that your life ain't worth it. You know, don't, don't starve. Um, but also if you do want to decide that you, this is something you really, really want to get into. Um, my greatest advice given was to train before you even audition. Train, have that foundation of understanding who you are as an actor, what you want to, you know, give out how you want to perform um, before you even look for representation. Um, know who you are before you add on a partner. You know, uh, that's, a, that's a general advice. <laughs> that's a general life advice. But no, um, representation is just like a relationship. And you really want to get to know each other first, but you really want to get to know yourself in that industry first. So train first. Uh, Feel who you are first and know who you are and then find the right representation that supports who you are and you guys work together and then make magic, which means go to auditions and do all that and that will come. Yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, 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 I love the more kind of, I, I wouldn't even say realistic, but, but I really appreciated that approach of like, take care of yourself first. <laughs> you know yeah yes take care of yourself first for sure yeah yeah okay my friend so my final question for you is what legacy does jessica sarawasi want to leave behind in this world Ooh. <laughs> the, question, the question the question the question you've been waiting for <laughs> i know but like it's still like wow like okay that's a huge question um I think whatever I leave, I want just the people around me or the people who have come across me to understand who I am, what I'm about, and what I care about your potential. 
Um, that's me being selfless, selfishly, uh, wanting me and whatever I do to influence those to do whatever they want. Um, and to have the guts to do it full out, you know, not just try it and be like, oh, it's not for me, but to like really punch it in the face and keep it going. So at the end of your day, you could be like, I did this. I may not have been as successful as what people would say, but I'm as successful as I would say. And that's cool with me because I did it full out. Yes, I I love it. (laughs) Are you a dancer? Do you dance? I mean, I can dance, but I'm not a dancer. Oh, you can dance. Oh, oh, I mean, I, I was just curious because he said full out. Oh, full out. Yes. Full out. Yeah. Oh, I felt it. No, yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what I always push is like, yo, you, you, you right there. You have all this potential bottled up and you need to figure out how to open the heck up and do it full out. Because you deserve that. Don't don't only use half of it, use all of it. It's right there. You glowing. Use it. <laughs> yes. And and you know what, too? I think this is, I, I think the last thing I want to say about this is um, I think that's why it's even more important for you to like launch your channel and to be, to show up more on social media because it's, it's a light that needs to be spread. You know, your messaging and, and, and what we've talked about. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's important. It's important. Thank you. Yeah. And you know what? You're welcome. You put me on blast, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yes, I Look yeah, I, I love putting people in the hot seat. I love like being able to like pinpoint other people's potentials and be like, you can do this. And then I'm going to keep you accountable. You know, yes, if, if, I if, need if, you if, around. If, if, yes. Well, now we will be because, you know, we've officially, <laughs> you know, like talked to put you in the hot seat. I've gotten to know you more. And I super, super appreciate your, your, your story and your energy. So... You're cool. No, I'm just kidding. You're cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Really. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really. Thank you. I'm super appreciative. Appreciative of your, of your story and just really taking the time to sit down with us and to inspire our viewers here because, like what I always say, the people in my channel are people like ourselves. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. looking for that permission to be themselves and, yeah. Wow, permission to be themselves, but you already yes. have the permission. You give yourself permission. Yes. Wow. Yeah, giving yourself that permission. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. My friend, okay, so this is the time for you to plug all things of plugs. Um, where and how can people support you, root for you, and see your body of work? Awesome. Well, the biggest one is Instagram at Jessica Sarawasi.com or just go Sarah Wasi. <laughs> um, yeah, type that in. If you, if you follow um, Adrian, go ahead. I'm already on there. So yes. we linked up. Look for me. Um, look out for my YouTube <laughs> coming out. Uh, and I guess it's just going to be me being me, showing the real life of it all and showing the, the real life of a person who is, not tied down by titles, um, not yes. tied down by positions. Um, Multifaceted. And yes. And definitely not tied down by judgment. So 
Let's make mm-hmm. it happen. And yeah, if you ever want to collab on giving back to the community um, or even like trying to figure out how to develop yourself and your passion, uh, you can Ooh. hit me up. You can hit up lpdtmovement.com. Um, my two friends, Phil and David, who are the the founders, the co-founders of it all, they are all about being passionate, being um, a renaissance person of it, whatever you desire. So. I'm everywhere. I'm here. I'm for you. Yes. <laughs> that sounded like a like a <laughs> lawyer commercial. <laughs> yay. Yay. We made it to the end of the episode, everyone. That's cut. And um for those that made it to till till the end, till till the end. Thank you so much. <laughs> and on that note, this is Soul Supremacy, where we talk about all things unapologetic, all things passionate in pursuit of. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next episode, next Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. This podcast show is a product of Studio Penguino. For more information about advertising, please visit www.adrianpenguino.com.